0: Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. As you can tell, I like to yell. <laughs> but when you got something to shout about, amen. I'll battle being horse when I got something to shout about. Hallelujah. I guess when I get myself in these kind of situations, I have no other choice but to trust in God. Amen. You ever been there before when you got no other choice but to trust in the strength of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Do I got anybody out there today that is thankful for the strength of the Holy Ghost? Listen, John chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And it says this. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus, which had been dead, whom he was raised from the dead. Verse 2. There they made him a supper. Martha served but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him if we could let's bow our heads dear heavenly father I thank you God for this day God I thank you for what you've done already in this service and God I thank you for what you're going to do God, I rebuke every attack of the enemy. And I bind up every stronghold of the devil. Devil, you've already lost. Because Jesus has already rose from the grave. God, I pray that somebody in here today would leave with something. God, I pray that they would not leave the same way they came in. But God, that they would be filled And set on fire. In Jesus name. Amen. Everybody say amen. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor. It's good to see you today. Listen. I want to talk to you today. Of a message. That the Lord has given me. Called, there's bread at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody look to your neighbor and say, there's bread at the table. <laughs> Let's try that again. I'm, I'm loving this lifesaver that I got right now. This is like the first time I've ever had to preach with a hoarse voice. But I'm loving it. You know why? Because I have no other choice but to yell. And I love to yell. And I finally got the microphone turned up for me. Hallelujah. Listen, before I start this, I want to thank my pastor and my spiritual mother as well, Pastor Cornelius and Sister Judy, for giving me this opportunity. Listen, when you're a associate pastor or an evangelist that is, is traveling and preaching, um, you know, you, you're very blessed to go and preach at other churches, but it does something for you when your pastor asks you to preach at your home church. It, it really motivates you. It really encourages you because every week I come in here and I see you guys on fire. I see people responding to altar calls. I see my family. And to stand up here and to be able to bring a word before you, there's responsibility with that. Amen. I remember pastor told me, he said when when he allows someone to take his pulpit, he's taking his children and he's given them to them, you know. And with responsibility, you have to be equipped. You have to be ready to hear the voice of God. So I know that when he hears the voice of God and he says, whoever, you know, I want you to bring the word. I know that God has blessed them to have a word for the people. Amen. So I believe that this morning. The Lord has a word for the people. Listen, about a month ago, I was sitting there and I was reading my Bible. And I was reading in the Gospels where the children of Israel was following Jesus in the wilderness. They were out in the, above the Sea of Galilee. They were walking. Jesus had started his ministry. And one thing that really touched me is there was 5,000 men behind Jesus children and women that that doesn't count the children and women so there was many more and what really touched my heart is Jesus looked at one of his disciples and he said all of these people are following us what are they going to eat see it It blessed my heart that Jesus cares if you go hungry or not. See, it blessed my heart that although Jesus was ministering and seeing miracles, he didn't just focus on the ministry and the miracles, but he cared about the people. Come on. So, He was doing ministry and miracles on the people. But Jesus realized that without the people, I have no purpose. See, I believe that we need to appreciate the people in our lives. I know your cousin may have hurt you. I know your cousin may be strung out. I know your cousin may not be where they need to be, but without your cousin, you would have no purpose. Now, if the people behind Jesus wouldn't have been hungry, Jesus wouldn't have asked, what did they want to eat? Did you know that Jesus can sense your hunger? Did you know that Jesus can sense if you're tired? Did you know that Jesus can sense if you really want change? Did you know that Jesus can sense the spirit in your heart? That is why he said, they praise me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Because Jesus isn't looking at your mouth. He's looking at your heart. What made Jesus stop and turn around is that he could sense the people hungry. So in their hunger for flesh, Jesus said, I'm also going to give them a miracle. And we're going to dive into something else. But listen, as we all know the story, Jesus took the fish, and he took the bread, and he broke it, and he multiplied it, and he fed the multitude. Listen, and the Bible says that after he fed the multitude, after everyone had eaten, he disappeared. The Bible says that his disciples went to move forward. They couldn't find Jesus But they went and got in the sea. Listen, they wasn't even wondering. They had seen the miracle, but it didn't even cross their mind. Where is the miracle worker? They just kept moving. A lot of times, we'll get a miracle and forget about the miracle worker. A lot of times, Jesus will feed us and we'll just keep moving. Do you know that we will never be able to move forward lest Jesus be with us? So do you know what happened next? The disciples went and got in the ship. And the people was getting ready to cross over. And all of a sudden, a storm came. Huh? How many knows the storm is going to come after the miracle? Nine times out of ten, when you experience a miracle, there's something coming behind it. Why? Because the devil hates when God does miracles. But check this out. When the waves started tossing the ship, Jesus on a mountain. (laughs) You know what I believe he was doing on the mountain? Interceding for the ones that forgot about him. You're not hearing me this morning. He was interceding for the same people that he just fed. And they walked off and didn't even think twice if he was anywhere near. He was praying for the ones that didn't think about him. My friend, doesn't that sound like a few of us? I know I'm one of them. I know I was one. That didn't deserve the intercession of the Holy Ghost but yet he prayed yet he stayed steadfast yet he continued to draw and long for you some of you in here today you've wandered off but Jesus is upon a mountain except this time this mountain has a throne This time, he's already conquered everything that the world could ever bring upon you. And this time, he's praying that not only will you have a miracle, but you will receive the glory of his presence. So then as we move forward, the the, the boat is getting tossed. The waves are tossing it. And the disciples, they come out. Jesus is looking at them. And they let him in the boat. Let's go to John chapter 6, verse 25. John chapter 6, verse 25. Jesus was on the other side of the sea already. And listen. ha huh. And they said unto him, Rabbi, when did you come to the other side? So excuse me. He didn't need the boat. (laughs) See, we on a boat in a storm. And Jesus don't need the boat. All he needs is you. For your children, he just needs you. For your family, he just needs you. Oh, we about to get in there. Y'all ready? I feel like preaching this morning. Usually we just let the glory fall. But the glory's in here. And I feel some people's going to walk out of here with some fire. Fire. That you ain't never felt in your life before. Not by might. Not by power. But by the spirit of the living God. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Come on. If you love God, give him some praise. Give him five minutes. Come on, five seconds of praise. Come on. Come on, give him some praise. Let's pull that verse back up. Hallelujah. They said, Rabbi, when did you come hither? Verse 26. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Next verse. Let's keep going to 35. Labor not. For the meat would perish, but for that meat which endure unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. Verse 28, Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that ye believeth on him who he hath sent. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee? What doest thou work? 31. Our fathers ate of the manna in the desert. Listen, this is referring to the days that the children of Israel were walking through the wilderness trying to get to the promised land. Okay? That's what they're referring to. The disciples are saying, our fathers ate of the manna in the desert. That is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. So listen, in Exodus, the bread fell from heaven. The people had no way to eat. And the bread, they prayed for food. And the bread fell from heaven. Literal loaves of bread. Don't tell me God can't do it because I've seen him raise a dead man. If he can raise a dead man, he can make bread fall from heaven. All right? That's just legit. That's what it is. 32. 33. Wait a minute. Okay. Then Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. 33. 33. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. 34. They said unto him. This is my favorite script verse right here. They said unto him, evermore, Lord, give us this bread. Do we have 35? If we don't, it's fine. All right, we'll stop right there. Listen, they said evermore, Lord, give us this bread. 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. (laughs) Listen. Listen. Jesus is on the other side of the storm. Can I tell somebody this morning that Jesus is already on the other side of your addiction? Jesus is already on the other side of your depression. Jesus is already on the other side of your anxiety. Jesus is already on the other side of your doubt and your fears and your unbelief. Why? Because he's on the other side of the bloodline. See, there's a bloodline that separates defeat and victory. In order to experience victory, why do you think that the sea was red? Why do you think that the sea turned into blood? Because God was giving us a revelation that you were in captivity. But now you've crossed over the blood. Now they can't get you. Now I've created a barrier from the enemy. Do you want to be set free from depression? Cross the blood. You want to be set free from addiction? Cross the blood. You want to be a good dad? Cross the blood. I'm not ashamed to look some of you in the eyes. Because I see the potential that God has for you. And I'm tired of sitting back. And watching your potential go away. I'm done with it. Pastor loves you and I love you. And the longer that we let you sit back. And crumble and fall. The longer the enemy holds you. I will no longer sit here. And let you get washed away. If I have breath in my lungs. I will declare. The word to you. You want to know how to keep your children safe? You cross the blood. You want to know how to keep Pharaoh and the Egyptians? Well, Brother Pat, I live in America. I only see a few Egyptians here in America. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking spiritual right now. You want to know how to keep your problems away? I stood around five blunts of marijuana yesterday. And not once did I desire to even touch them. You say, Brother Pat, why was you around them? Because I got some family members. If I got to stand in the middle of the devil himself, I'm going to keep working on them. I'm going to keep loving them, and I'm going to keep ministering to them. Now, no, we don't fellowship with darkness, but by God, I can sit at the table for a minute and minister the gospel to the broken. That's for all you Pharisees. Hallelujah. None of you are Pharisees, okay? I'm speaking to the guys on the cameras. Not not you guys, okay. People that don't like us. None of you guys, okay. I love all of you. I'm so blessed to be one of your pastors. You have no clue what you've done for me and my wife. Listen, when the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea, they was on the other side of the bloodline. And now they had finally stepped into victory. And as they was walking with Moses, listen, God's already delivered you from captivity. Stop worrying if he's going to provide for you or not. Stop worrying if you, if you quit hanging around your boss because your boss likes you to come and drink at Bogs and Boulders. Quit worrying about that. God gave you the job. He ain't going to take it away. Quit worrying about if your friends are gonna betray you. If they're really your friends, they won't leave you. Stop worrying about if your family, listen, when I got saved, I know my brother don't care if I share this. I called my brother. I used to sell him grams of weed. I called him, I said, Adam, I got saved. He said, We'll see how long that lasts. My own brother. Not only did he just say that, but he added another word to it. On movies, we see him go beep. My own brother said that, man. But as months went by. Ha, <laughs> ha, As years went by. And I stayed hungry. Oh, shara I stayed hungry. I stayed hungry for what delivered me. I stayed hungry for what set me free. I stand before you three years sober, three years clean, three years saved. Because when I crossed the bloodline, I didn't look back. It's time to cross. It's time to cross the bloodline. Well, you say brother Pat, I've done crossed it before. Listen. I believe that if the disciples would have went with Jesus to the mountain instead of got in the boat, they wouldn't have needed the boat. See what happens is we get delivered from captivity and we get in a boat and we go back right across the Red Sea. Doubt makes us go back across the Red Sea. Man, Lord, please don't make me say this. Things that you're not supposed to put in your body makes you go right back across the Red Sea. Things you're not supposed to watch makes you go right back across the Red Sea. Things you're not supposed to say and unforgiveness makes you go right back across the Red Sea. But this is the beauty of it. When the disciples got to the other side, Jesus was waiting for them. The storm was not able to destroy the boat. God's hand was upon them. Listen, do you know why you're still alive? Because God's hand has been upon you. And today he's trying to bring you back across the Red Sea. Now listen, when they got across, the disciples got to the other side. They said, Lord, where have you been? How did you get over here? And Jesus said, he's seen their heart. He didn't see their lips of, Lord, where have you been? He's seen their heart. He said, you're not looking for me because of me feeding 5,000. And giving you something to eat. He said, you're looking for me because of what I gave you. We got to be careful that we don't praise the miracle, but we praise the one that gave the miracle. Come on. We got to be careful that we don't praise the wheelchair, but the one that pulled us out of the wheelchair. I got about 10 more minutes if you can give me that. He said, you don't look for me because I did the miracle. He said, you look for me because I took the bread and I multiplied it and it filled your flesh. He said, I filled your flesh. And because I filled your flesh, you felt good. Can I tell you today that Jesus is more than goosebumps? Jesus is more than a good feeling. Jesus is more than a tingly feeling going down your neck. Listen, when Jesus performed this miracle, if they would have took hold to the miracle that he just performed, the rest of the Bible, they wouldn't have been questioning. Do you know that even after all these miracles, they questioned oftentimes and Jesus would question them. Who do you say I am? And there were still some disciples that were saying, some say you're Elias, some say you're this, some say you're that. Listen, if we will take hold to what Jesus can do and has been doing, there will be no question to who he is. Come up, my brothers. I'm about to close, guys. I'm about to close. I do not want you to miss what God is going to do to you. A message, listen, I heard a preacher say this. He said, I don't believe, I, uh, he said, I don't remember any message much that was preached to me. He said, but I will remember every altar call that I ever encountered Jesus at. Listen. Y'all give my brothers a hand clap. They're helping me out this morning. Brother Dylan is going to play the part of Jesus. Brother Noah is going to play old, contrary, lost Brother Patrick Stanley three and a half years ago. Brother Justin is going to play your jobs, your depression, your anxiety, your kids, your finances. All of those things, okay? Do we all got it? If you got it, let me hear you say amen. Amen. Say neighbor. Five more minutes. And then we're going to encounter the Holy Ghost. Amen. Listen. Jesus looked at them. And he said, you're satisfied because what I filled your flesh with. Listen, if God has bread, don't you think the enemy has bread also? If God filled your flesh, and the enemy is a part of this world, right? So Satan, if he can make Adam and Eve eat an apple, don't you, make, don't you think that he can make you eat something also? How do we know this? Because I fell victim to the apple at one time. You know what my apple was? A marijuana addiction mixed with cocaine, mixed with cough syrup, mixed with black and milds, mixed with fornication, mixed with prostitution. It's all coming out the hat today. I ain't never said that one. But I know my wife loves me because the blood has covered that. (laughs) But somebody needed to hear that. I was a whoremonger. I used to just see how many people I could take advantage of. I used to see how many people I could hit licks off of. I used to see how many people I could hurt. There's some of you in here today that has a story a lot like mine. And you've been falling victim to this apple. My brother, I ain't even going to look at you right now, but you know that I'm talking to you. Today's the day you change forever. I can't wait to see you go in that water. I can't wait to see it. I prayed last night, God, send the one. And I was seeing your face. I pray that you move today. Listen, I was eating the bread of the enemy, (laughs) I was eating the bread of the flesh. And then one day, I went on a jog. Come here, Brother Noah. Come here, Brother Justin. I want you to hold him bound over here. Just hold him bound. So this was my marijuana addiction. This was my cocaine addiction. This was me. Here Jesus was, standing here at the table. How many knows the Bible says, I prepare a table before you? In the presence of my enemies. One day I went on a jog. And I started walking. Come here Jesus. One morning I woke up. And Jesus said today is the day. Jesus started bringing me on over. Jesus started bringing me on over. And he set me down at a table. And because he set me down. My demons had to sit down also. Some of y'all need to tell your demons to sit down somewhere. It's time that we recognize our authority. Ain't no demon got authority over you unless you don't know it. You got the power to tread on the heads of serpents. You got the power to raise the dead. My enemy's sitting there, and he's just looking at this bread. See, this bread, I know to you it's a loaf of bread. It's something you fill your flesh with. But today we're going to use this bread as the bread of life. Not the manna that fell from heaven as loaves of fleshly bread, but the manna that fell from heaven as loaves of life. when jesus came down listen you know what i love jesus came down from heaven but guess who else came down from heaven the holy spirit jesus being the one the bread himself this bread has a flavor to it sure come on somebody and it's a little bit of honey And it's a little bit of wheat. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever ate this bread before, you may not like wheat bread. But when you eat this honey wheat bread, y'all going to make me run in the house today. Huh? See, when you take a hold of Jesus, the bread of life, Jesus begins to sit here and he gives me the bread. I begin to evaluate this bread. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I see in this bread of life, I see bondage that I haven't been able to break myself. I see it standing there in black and bold letters saying, bondage broken. That's one piece of bread. Then I see another piece of bread that says, addiction broken. Then I see another piece of bread. My wife was six months pregnant at the time. I was worried, how am I going to be a daddy and avoid D.H.R selling marijuana, all of a sudden I look at another piece of bread and it says good fatherhood good parenthood good husbandship, good relations good spousemanship all of a sudden I see the bread the bread and the bread falls on the table and Jesus looks at me and he says son Bread at the table. All of a sudden, I look and I say, I want this bread. Now, listen on this honey wheat bread, it says, Our promise. Ha <laughs> ha. I didn't even know this said this. Never any artificial preservatives. Ain't nothing fake when it comes to the Holy Ghost. You can't fake the fire. You can't fake the fuck. You can't fake the power. You can't fake the transition. You can't fake the change. When you've been redeemed, there's no faking it. Because when you've been set free, when you've truly been set free, When you're truly tired and you take the bread, when you truly hate, listen, do you know I hated what I was addicted to? Do you know I hated it? I hated puking every day. I hated coughing up black tar every day, but I couldn't get free from it because I was looking for the answer in all the wrong places. All of a sudden, as I took the bread, my enemy got up. And he had to walk away from the table. Huh. Because now there's a bloodline. But let me tell you something. Just because there's a bloodline, that doesn't, the in, that doesn't mean the enemy. Do you know that when Lot and his family was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah, they had done been delivered, but they could hear What was going on behind them. See, you may not be in the midst of your problems. But you can still hear the voices of the addictions, the depression, the anxiety. Oh, you're not at that table. Oh, you're not changed. Oh, you're not this. You're not that. But there you are sitting at the table. So listen, this is what happens come here my brother take the bread with you all of a sudden you got the bread but as you start to walk away you hear the voices and you start to look and you start to come on back You start to come on back. You start to come on back. Then you look back at the bread. And you say, "Ah, I don't know that bread was good. I don't know that bread was good. Listen, this is what the Lord is telling me. There's a lot of you today that's standing right here. The table is so close. You can almost feel it. The table is right there. You said you was going to do it last week. You said you was going to do it the week before. You said that you was going to finally sit down. Listen, I'm here to tell you today that it's Time to take a seat at the table with Jesus. Now, all of a sudden, come here, Hunter. Come here, Hunter Caraway. Hunter's gonna play your children. This is for you, dads out there and moms. Here's your child. And the same curses, the same things that tried to ruin your life is trying to ruin theirs. The same bondage that had you bonded up was trying to ruin yours, theirs. But because you dedicated your child to Jesus sitting at the table, you're sitting at the table. And let me tell you something. Do you know that children follow? Children go where their parents are. So your little baby sees daddy at the table. The little baby sees daddy getting ready for supper. The little baby sees daddy waiting to grab a hold to what Jesus has for them. And all of a sudden the little baby looks back and says, I can't. I want daddy. I want daddy. Listen, do you know that you've got a father in heaven that inside your DNA is his signature? Did you know that? Do you know there's been scientific studies that inside your DNA his signature is there? Listen, all of a sudden, as you sit at the table and dine with the one that gives you bread, your babies sit at the table with you. And now that you've taken over everything the enemy has tried to in you, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Take a knee, because devil, you don't even get a seat. <laughs> Come on. Let's stand to our feet today. I feel like some of you are about to change your life forever. And when Jesus is at the table, the devil has no say. Thank you, gentlemen. Let's go and worship team if you would. Listen, I, I want every eye closed in this house. Listen, I myself can't break sin off of your life. I myself Can't change your eternity. But Jesus can. I know some of you say, well, Brother Pat, I've been saved for over 20 years. You know that doesn't matter, right? You can still get caught touching the table and not sitting at it. I'm looking for some people today that says, I want to sit at the table with Jesus. Jesus. And I want my family to sit at the table with Jesus. Listen, I'm not sitting here promising you today that when you sit at that table, the enemy's still there. But as long as you got Jesus, greater is he in you than he in the world. I Do you know that I wake up some mornings and I'm tired and Taya's like, Patrick, help me get the kids dressed. And I'm just like, ah. And then all of a sudden, Jesus will grab me and say, hey, there's bread at the table. Get up. Your babies need you. Your children need you. Your wife needs you. Dude, your family needs you. And all of a sudden, everything that I battle, when I hear the voice of Jesus, it all goes away. Because I'm not living for the moment that I open my eyes on earth. I'm living for the moment that I open my eyes and behold the lamp. Listen, church, it's real. He's real. And some of you are about to change forever. The table is up here at these altars. And I don't want no, I don't want no full altars for me. I want your heart to change. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about being some big preacher. I just want to see people changed. Every eye closed. God, I love you, Father. God, I feel as if I've done what I've needed to do today. devil you lose listen I want you to grab the person beside you's hand and I'm going to ask you this question are you pound up this morning can you see the table Can you see the table?